Okay, friends, the NHL Stanley Cup Finals are fully set. And quite honestly, really didn't see the Canadians getting here. And then, okay, that's just the world we live in. Hi, 2021. That's fine. The Canadians are here. Good afternoon and welcome to the podcast. I'm Nick Drago. Today on the show, we got coaching changes. We got a new NBA franchise out there. Oh, yes. And of course, cheating baseball players. Stick with us, friends, because sports, sports, sports starts now. And welcome, welcome to the Sports 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 Podcast with me, your host, Nick Drago. For those of you that are new to the show, of course, we like to talk about all the sports news and information from the previous week and give you some insight onto the next week, month, year, etc. Now, usually, if you're watching our YouTube channel, you get to see my beautiful shining face. Um, unfortunately, that's just not the case today. Listen, it's been a long trip. Just got back from Long Island, but I did want to make sure I did a show for you. So I love you guys. I love you fans. This is for you fans out there. And if you don't watch our YouTube channel, first off, you totally should. But second of off, you're probably listening to me on either SoundCloud or maybe you uh, pay attention on Facebook, Twitter. Um, and if you're not on those things, just type in Sports 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 with Nick Drago. You'll find me. Uh, or you can email me directly, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. But yeah, for those of you that don't watch our YouTube channel, you probably have no idea what I'm talking about. And I just find that hilarious. Uh, also, we have a sponsor. That's right. I talk about it. I've been talking about it the last few weeks in the show. Lie and Co. Uh, they have some really cool golf gear out there. I highly recommend. Go to lieandco.com and uh, you're gonna type in my code. It's Drago PT D R A G O P T, and you're gonna get a nice little discount on some great golf stuff and you know you guys know me i'm a big i'm a big golf guy so uh i like it you should like it too end of story all right who's ready to talk about the sports i am i completely 100 percent am and we're going to start with the hawks and the bucks now there's a minute and 15 left in this game as i'm recording this and to be quite honest with you the hawks were ahead by quite a bit and then blew it they just blew it. The Bucks, the Bucks held them to just 17 points right now in the fourth quarter. Yeah, maybe they'll they'll probably get up to at least 20, um, you know, a couple extra points. But for them to get eight eight points in a minute and 15 is really hard. So the Bucks are going to take the two one lead in this series. Hawks have been playing good. They've been playing close, and I keep telling folks, do not underestimate them. They upset the Knicks. They upset the Sixers. They could upset. The Bucks and I'm and trust me, there are fans up there upset about what Atlanta is doing. Now the other series is the Phoenix Clippers series. Now the Phoenix players are obsessed about getting themselves to the finals 
for Chris Paul. This would be Chris Paul's first time in an NBA final. I think that would be really cool. Uh, playing against his former team, the LA Clippers. Uh, Phoenix have, has won three of these games so far. In fact, they were they went up the first two and then lost one. Uh, that was on Thursday, and now they're up three to one. So they just have to win one more. That next game's tomorrow. That's Monday at nine. Bucks and Hawks. Their next game is uh, Tuesday. Uh, that's Tuesday the 29th. That's at 8:30. So uh, right now it's 112 to 102. We'll check back in on the final score on that game uh, shortly later on. The Dallas Mavericks have reached an agreement with Jason Kidd to be the next coach. Also, uh, Nike's Nico Harrison uh, is going to be the GM. Uh, actually, you know, a lot of teams nowadays have been hiring non-basketball guys, you know, to be general managers or, or guys not from inside their regime to be managers. And it's actually working. It's working out really well. And I think agents... Seem, seem to have made the best managers in these regards. But uh, I can see what they're going with, going with a Nike executive. Players are, are going to want to sign there just on the sure fact that maybe he can get me a shoe deal. I don't know. He has connections, I guess. But uh, Jason Kidd, he's had, gee, played for the Mavericks twice uh, during his playing year and was actually on the 2010-2011 championship team. Um, so the players like him. Everybody seems to like him. Um, you know, Jason Kidd's been around a couple years. I'm not too surprised this happened. Remember when, when he was the Lakers assistant coach, I really just assumed the Lakers were just going to hire him. We're going to promote him midway through the season because LeBron would get upset and blah, blah, blah. So I'm not surprised Jason Kidd landed somewhere this year. Uh, he's got a great basketball mind, a great basketball IQ, um, and a team like the Mavericks, they have a lot of potential. He could really take them places. So we'll see if he can get them to the next level. Now, the Trailblazers looks like they're hiring Chauncey Billups. By the way, we're not done with Jason Kidd. We're going to get back to him in a second. Uh, Trailblazers are hiring John Chauncey Billups as the next head coach with a four-year guaranteed deal. Wow. So here's the thing. The Trailblazers coaching search has been crazy. First off, Damian Lillard, who's uh, one of the superstars for this Portland team. He went on the record saying that he wants Jason Kidd as the coach. And as soon as he did that, all the publicity and blah, 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 Jason Kidd actually dropped out of the running, which meant they had to go for Chauncey Billups. And he did say he, he also liked Chauncey Billups. Nothing wrong with that. But fans kind of pissed about this whole thing and uh, really taking a lot of it out on Damian Lillard. Um, and now he, who's been such a loyal trailblazer for so many years now, is considering leaving. So that could be huge. So a trade request... Uh, wait a second. At this point, a move does not seem imminent. Imminent? <laughs> Miniman? Miniman? Entimans? Ooh, Entimans. Yeah, I could go for some cookies. Uh, there's no indication that Lillard submitted a trade request um, or has made it known to the front office he'd like to leave. But... I would just keep your eye on that situation. Dame Lillard may be coming out to Philly to play for the Sixers. I know a lot of my patients and friends around here really think that's going to happen. I, I don't know. Uh, Caldwell Pope uh, was robbed at gunpoint. Robbed of $150,000 worth of goods. What were you holding at that point? Let's see. Um, it's June 17th. 
He was in his driveway speaking with friends at 4 in the morning. Bro, what are you doing up at 4 a.m.? Okay. Uh, Car pulls up. Three men exited the vehicle with guns drawn and demanded they hand over their stuff. So among the things stolen were jewelry, a Rolex watch, and an iPhone with a total worth reportedly adding up to about $150,000. I don't think the iPhone was the thing that cost that much unless... Steve Jobs signed it or something. I I don't know. Uh, But the Rolex watch, sure, I'm sure some of the jewelry was expensive too. Well, that stinks. I mean, I know, you know, money money comes pretty easy for some of these guys, but uh, nobody wants to be robbed at gunpoint. Now, next time you're in your driveway at 4 in the morning, just, you know, keep your eyes open, friends. Uh, We're going to move over to the WNBA for a second here. Uh, Diana Taurasi becomes the first WNBA player to reach 9,000 points. Congratulations. That's um, that's a lot. Uh, the next closest player on the league's all-time scoring list is Tina Thompson. She has 7,488. And then behind her is Candice Dupree. Um, that's the next closest active player with 6,820. So 9,000 points. Congratulations. Um, all right, I mentioned it uh, already. A new NBA franchise? Who could it be? Who would it be? Well, apparently the Harlem Globetrotters are ready to take on the NBA. I think that's awesome. Now, before you start thinking, like, you got to be kidding me. The Globetrotters, like, it's a sideshow. These guys are incredibly talented players. In fact, when the league was still young, the, the Globetrotters really are what turned basketball into a global game. They traveled the world playing basketball and showing it to to folks in different countries who maybe have never even heard of the game or seen the sport played. And uh, that, to me, is just really cool. So um, good for the Globetrotters. I'm really happy for them. I mean, good for them. I'm happy for them. Nothing's happened. I really don't see the NBA... Uh, going ahead and doing this, I just, uh, they would probably need like a permanent residence somewhere. Like if they went to Las Vegas or something like that, you can't just plop a third basketball team in New York and expect them to be universally loved. You just can't. Now, if they keep the name Harlem Globetrotters, that would be amazing. Yet they play in another city, but still represent New York. I would be okay with that. But honestly, if you're going to do anything with this franchise, you cannot just you can't make them the Las Vegas Globetrotters. I just don't see it happening. I don't think the fans would be happy with that either. But I would love it. Even you know, if they took their antics to the NBA, it would be pretty cool. They actually um so the the Globetrotters have faced off against an NBA team twice. They played the Minnesota Lakers in 1948-1949. This is before the NBA was integrated. Uh Globetrotters won both of those games. Uh, and the, the Lakers, by the way, won the NBA championship in one of those years, 49. They won the championship. So they are serious. This is a serious request. I know there's people out there smirking and smiling, but it is a 100% serious thing. Now, before we move out of the basketball realm, the Bucks did end up beating the Hawks 113-102. to 102. So we got the final score there. All right, the NHL. I know my Islanders fans out there are upset. Um, just two weeks ago, I put out a, a thing about how I thought the Islanders could really take it to the limit with the Lightning, and they did. Um, 
Uh, you know, that's just that's how hockey works sometimes. You, you never really know. A team like the Canadians, who, who the odds of them winning are astronomical, somehow have made it this far. I think there was a point where I, I thought they were going to get pushed out of the playoffs. Really. I mean, for them to make it this far is very cool to see. Um, for the, and for the Islanders, too. Uh, so they did lose one nothing. This was on Friday night to the Lightning. They're going to play the Canadiens in the finals. The Canadiens beat the Golden Knights. That was on Thursday in overtime. So Montreal moves on. Lightning move on. Now, the Lightning scored one goal in that final game. And the big story right now... Did they have too many men on the ice? You're going to hear about this. People are going to analyze this. There was the, the Islanders were on a power play. They let up a shorthanded goal. But there's there folks out there think that the island that the Lightning actually had too many men on the ice. It's hard to judge. It's hard to you know you'd have to really go back and analyze the video. Um, a lot of what I'm hearing is no, it's not true, um, or you know let's let's see if we can get a better. A better look at this. Too many men. Listen, these things happen, and they happen quite a bit. Um, okay, this is from Newsday, but of course they won't let us read that. They had, they had a similar issue a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I just don't. I don't think that's. I just don't think that was the case that they had too many men on the ice. But these things do happen. It actually, it, it happens frequently and does not get called. Now, the example I like to use is when the Penguins won the Stanley Cup in 09 against the Lightning, um, there was a period of like two solid minutes that they had seven guys on the ice and nobody, uh, six guys on the ice, nobody batted an eyelash. Um, these things tend to happen in hockey. There are a lot of calls you don't see on TV. There are a lot of calls that the refs don't see. They can't catch everything. And too many men is not something you can challenge either. Maybe after seeing this, if the Islanders put up a big enough stink, maybe they would change that rule. I just don't know. Uh, let's go into baseball. So here are the current standings in the AL East. You have the Red Sox on top at 47 wins. Rays half a game behind them at 47 wins. Blue Jays at 40. Yankees at 40. And the Orioles at 24. Yankees, by the way, are 5-5 five and five in their last 10, while the Blue Jays are 7-3. and three. So they are moving up, and the Yankees are sliding down. In the AL Central, the White Sox are 45-32. and 32. Indians 41-33. and 33. Tigers are 34-44. And, and the Royals 33-43. And the Twins at 33-43. and 43. And in the AL West, you have the Astros at 48 wins, 30 losses. The Athletics at 47 wins. The Mariners at 41. Angels at 37. And the Rangers at 30. So right now, gee, 4-6 and six in their last 10 for the Angels. You know what? Even though they have Trout, even though they have Otani, they still can't put it together on the, on the baseball diamond. <laughs> um, if the playoffs ended right now, the Red Sox, White Sox, and Astros would absolutely be in it. And right behind them, the Rays, the Athletics, and then how many wildcard teams did this year? Seven, eight, I don't know. You have the Indians, and then behind them you have the Mariners, the Blue Jays, and if you're keeping score, the Yankees. By the way, we're like one game out of it like a week ago, so it is, it's hard to say. Uh, in the NL East... You have the Mets at 40 and 33, the Nationals 37 38, the Braves at 37 40, Phillies 36 and 39, and the Mar Marlins, the Marliners, uh, the Marlins down in Miami 33 and 44. In the NL Central, the Brewers 45 and 33, Cubs 42 and 36, Reds 38 38. 
Cardinals 37-41, the Pirates 29-47. and And in the NL West, you got the Giants at 50-27, Dodgers at 47-31, Padres at 47-31, Rockies 31-47, the Diamondbacks at 22-57. Now, here we go. The NL East is all over the place. Nationals were in last place a couple of weeks ago, and now the Phillies are uh, Phillies are dropping. Uh, Braves are on their way up. Mets are four and six in their last ten. It is a freaking crapshoot, my friend. Mets, Brewers, Giants, those are your three right now. Yeah, Giants still on top of the NL West. I can't believe this. Dodgers will catch up. They always, unfortunately, do. Uh, after that, you got the Dodgers, the Padres, the Cubbies, and uh, if we want to look beyond the Cubs, yeef. I guess it would be the Reds would be the next best team after that. That's a little sad. Uh, oh man, what a, what a what a week! So a lot of these pitchers now are being called out for um, utilizing substances. So Max Scherzer was pissed when he was called out. This was way earlier in the week uh, by Joe Girardi. He was so mad. Sergio Romo uh, when. They, they came to uh, look for sticky substances on his body, and he actually pulled his pants down in front of an umpire, which was hilarious. And the umpire laughed it off. He, they know. They understand. However, a pitcher on the Mariners, Hector Santiago, was ejected for failing a su- sticky substance check. Now, listen, this was going to happen at some point in time. Uh, it was the fifth inning. They checked his glove and found something that shouldn't have been there. Um, let's see. Is there a video? Let's see what the video is. You know, it's... Actually, it looks like they're almost putting their finger over the eyelets of the glove. And sometimes you can raise those up and use that to make a mark on the ball that actually enhances the movement. As you can see, your medicator is putting it away. It'll be hermetically sealed. And they will then take a... Well, that is hilarious. They actually wrap the glove up in like a a sealed bag. I guess they're going to review it or take a look at it. Um, Apparently, San Diego said it was... Using nothing illegal is a mixture of sweat and rosin that turned sticky. Well, we're going to find out if they do an official autopsy on this glove. Uh, by the way, I've been talking about Garrett Cole. <clears throat> he has had a rough month. A rough month. And it just so happens to coincide when all this crazy stuff with the sticky substances has been going down. Uh, they've been talking about Garrett Cole. Somebody asked him in the in a press conference if he had cheated, and he said, I don't know how to answer that. You answer it with a no, Garrett Cole. A no. That's not that hard. But, of course, here we are, and uh, who knows what's going to happen, but he has had a rough month, that's for sure. Uh, all right, alternate helmets were approved by the NFL for use with throwback uniforms in 2022. That's exciting, you know. Uh, every once in a while, it's fun to throw a throwback on there. Uh, for the Jets, their throwback is the same logo for the last 40 years that they only changed recently. So, hey, that's fun. We get to see something old, but still kind of new. Um, no, but there's a lot of cool old logos that I bet some of these teams would go with. I'd love to see, like, the Houston Oilers or something like that show up. Yeah, you could have some real fun with this. Um, all right, NFL. Oh, by the way. 
is uh, they will actually start accepting bids from other cities than Indianapolis to host the scouting combine beginning in 2023. So we could have combines all over the place. In fact, I wonder if they would consider doing like two or three venues. Is that a way for them to make more money? I don't know, but then it might be harder to scout players. But you could have it like quarterbacks and running backs here, and you could have kickers at this combine, and like really spread yourself out. That's such an NFL thing to do. It really is. I bet if the draft, here's what I'm thinking, because the, you know, the NFL draft is, is the same way, is like for a while, it was only in New York, and then they started doing it elsewhere. I wonder if they started doing three different locations for each one for each day of the draft. How crazy would that get? How much money, how much more money would that bring in? Because, you know, that's what it's all about. But, uh, yeah, really cool. We'll see some uh, places other than Indianapolis. I'm sure the people of Indianapolis are not happy, and I don't blame them. They've hosted it for a very long time. Okay, guys, I'm going to level with you. It's late. And I'm tired, and it's been such a great time spending time with you. I love talking about the sports. If you like what you heard today, find me on SoundCloud, Twitter, YouTube, and the Facebook. Just type in Sports 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 with Nick Drago. That's me. Or you can find me on uh, you can find me on your Gmail. Uh, you can email me directly is what I mean. Sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. I love to hear from friends. Special thanks as usual to Johanna Drago. She's the content editor, logo designer, and set designer for this podcast. Of course, the music you hear is a song called Golden Sunrise by Josh Woodward. A link to his website can be found in the show notes. And how could I not thank our social media warriors, Gary and Mary Kay Albert? Um, I gotta ask. I gotta. I gotta give a shout out to Tim Nunzig, uh, who showed my podcast to his girlfriend, and I, could, I have a new follow out there. So Corey, if you if you heard this today, uh, welcome to the sports 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 with Nick Drago family. Uh, and of course, Joe Calabro, Jorge Pajares, uh, always, always listening to the show. All my, all my fans and friends out there, Brandon Madonia, he's always listening in too. So, uh, love you guys. All right, uh, I think that's all the time I have for today. Find me on SoundCloud, Twitter, YouTube, and the Facebook. I said that part already. Email me, tweet me, um, like, comment, share, all that other stuff. Tweet me. Ugh, just sounds weird. Don't do that. Don't tweet me. <laughs> Um, all right, friends, it's been a pleasure. I'm going to go sleep this whole thing off. Thank you so much and have a good night.